You're listening to MoneyWeb at Midday. All right, let's move now from political forecasting to economic planning. And today, the Johannesburg Chamber of Commerce is hosting an Africa 2024 event that it says is to spark Southern African economic revival. Now, given that the city of Johannesburg is the continent's economic powerhouse, revival is in our best interests. I'm in conversation now with Duncan Bonnet, who is first vice president at the JCCI. Duncan, you wouldn't be hosting this event unless you were concerned about something. Where are we faltering in terms of revival? Good afternoon. Yes, I, um, I think that there are quite a few different issues, but the the, the, the key ones, I think, um, that need to be addressed and, and addressed as a matter of urgency include the regional logistics capacity. Um, and that's not simply for South African companies to export into the region, but also to import from the region. Uh, we send far too many containers north of, of us uh, that come back empty, and that ultimately uh, uh, has an impact on our competitiveness. But uh, other issues would include things like the the border posts. We've seen um, what the delays and the blockages are, uh, and that is a knock-on effect uh, from the capacity that we have at our borders, but also some of the, the complexities around um, different countries and different systems, different requirements, different paperwork, and so on. So I think there's a, there's, there's a number of issues that need to be to be looked at in that respect in order to to build on um, what is already a fairly vibrant region. And all of this, of course, absolutely critical to Johannesburg, as I mentioned in my introduction. Uh, We do, to some extent, uh, still hold the mantle of being the continent's economic powerhouse. Absolutely. And and I think if you you look at it, Jeremy, we... we, um, South Africa is on course this year to export in excess of half a trillion rands worth of goods into the rest of Africa. Um, and around about somewhere between 85 and 90 percent of that is into the rest of the SADC region in southern Africa. Um, and of that, about 90 percent is value added. So um, our factories, our businesses, um, whether they're manufacturers or the service providers that underpin them here in, in Johannesburg, um, really do need and rely on the rest of the region for our, our well-being. And I think so. It's obviously in our interest to see where we can um, work to to make access into these markets a little bit easier. You've got some tough talking, though, because we have complex challenges facing Southern Africa, uh, global conflict, which has a spillover effect as far as we're concerned, uh, regional instability. Where are or how difficult would it be to implement the kind of intervention that you're talking about? I think if you, you know, from a global perspective, that's global. There's not not a huge amount we can do, uh, especially in the short term. But I think what what we're seeing and what we have seen for a little while is that one of the knock-on effects of both COVID uh, and the the conflict in Ukraine and now obviously with renewed conflict in the Middle East um, is that project developers in particular, but but businesses in general are looking to source from shorter supply chains. So where two or three years ago, you may have had um, regular supply out of out of Asia, uh, companies are now saying, well, we, we can't 
we can't afford to take that chance. We can't afford to take those risks. So there is already a, a movement towards shorter supply chains, regional supply chains, which I think is of benefit. Um, and I think that there's also a fair amount of work going on behind the the scenes through our Department of Trade, Industry and Competition, through some of our embassies, our export councils, um, the Chambers of Commerce, the ASAC, the Association of Chambers of South Africa, um, to work together to understand um, what the the immediate nitty gritty requirements are and how we can we can look to 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 implement measures that would mitigate the 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 disruptions and the delays that we face. So, Duncan, the sense I'm getting is we're sitting or at least uh, starting to bounce on a very a potentially interesting and, and and beneficial springboard. So what would your advice be to business then? We've got the International Monetary Fund, for instance, projecting regional growth acceleration. So how should your constituency then be preparing to capitalize on this growth uh, should it come? I think that the, the answer to that is quite simple, is you actually have to just get out there. Um, you know, and I know that, that might be a little flippant, but the, the, the bottom line is global competition in sub-Saharan Africa is intensifying. It's intensifying um, on a literally on a daily basis from not just traditional competitors in Europe or, or in emerging Asia, but from the Middle East, from North Africa, from Latin America. Um, and companies really do need to do their homework look at the opportunities carefully, um, and then they need to actually get into those markets and fly the flag. Um, So, you know, there's no substitute for actually getting on a plane and going and visiting either project developers or potential importers and distributors in other countries and making sure that they understand who you are. I think in the immediate Southern African region, um, South Africa is is well known as a supplier, but the further north you go, um, the less apparent that is. You know, from from Joburg to Lagos is pretty much the same flight time as from Lagos to the UK. Um, So once you get up to West Africa, people don't have a focus on South Africa as a supplier. So we do need to to take a look from your own industry perspective, what products or services you you, you offer, and then see where the best fit is mm. um, over a longer term. Uh, the, the the idea of parachuting in and out, I think, is gone, and you need to start taking strategic decisions about countries, projects, and opportunities that best suit your your business, and then pursue them and and put the resources in that need to be put in yeah, in order to to do that. I think that's very good advice. Someone was saying to me the other day that uh, it's. Uh, a shorter flying time from Johannesburg to Lusaka these days than it is from Johannesburg to Cape Town. So uh, some food for thought there. (laughs) Duncan Burnett, thank you very much indeed from the Johannesburg Chamber of Commerce.